I can't control it. Like right. I have no control over the situation. God has complete control. So whatever happens, um, I just have to trust whatever God brings with it. Your life, your journey starts now. Welcome to the Journey Podcast, where we care deeply about real and authentic relationships. Today we have with us Cami. Um, we're going to talk today a little bit about family stressors in the midst of this worldwide pandemic that we got, have going on, how we're handling them, how we're handling them as a family, how we're navigating through them, and um, we hope that it's encouraging and uplifting to each one of our listeners. So I wanted to introduce um, who I have with me today. I have Cami with me, um, Terry, and then myself, Annie. And so Cami, do you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, my name is Cami. Um, I have three kids, 10, 7, and 4. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom, and yeah, that's kind of our life. <laughs> so what do you like to do for fun? Oh, for fun. We enjoy, we really enjoy warm weather, which is kind of hard <laughs> with where we live. Um, we love being outside when it's warm. Um, my kids love riding their bikes. We love taking bike rides together. Um, we like even just going to the baseball fields um, and playing catch with each other and doing little baseball games um, as a family. <clears throat> we love swimming. Um, we love vacations together. So all around American family. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you um, a little bit about your initial reaction to this um, global pandemic. Like what, how did you initially react and were there changes that you made or um, different ways of thinking about it? And how did you help your family during this time? Um, when it first started coming up, I was very leery um of what actually was the truth behind all of it um just because it seemed kind of odd and strange and like i had some people on my facebook feed saying oh i've been seeing this coming for months and i've been prepared and we've been stocking up and then to others it was kind of like a huge shock so i was i was kind of i guess in the middle um of that and in between the two of those um and it was kind of one of those things trying to like figure out like okay i don't want to be silly and like stock up like crazy but if that's what i'm supposed to do then like i don't want to be you know on the other side of not being wise and not um having what my family needs as well um i definitely would say i played more on the side of I didn't really prepare like a huge huge amount like I didn't stock up on things like immensely like um I just kind of took it day by day as the news came out of what things were closing what was happening um as far as school closures go um again just kind of took it day by day and did um, you see did you see an increase in your family's stress level like at this time yeah, the first week um, when schools were canceled, um, I remember it was very stressful. And it was just 
trying to get in that routine of like, okay, what does this look like? And the unknown, the fear of the Mm -hmm. unknown, I think was a lot for me. Um, and trying to navigate that of, okay, like if this is now our reality for the rest of the year, because people were already talking about that at Mm -hmm. that time, what does that look like for a family? Um, how do I do that with teaching the kids? Cause I (laughs) quickly realized I'm not a teacher for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, my kids really missed their teachers as far as being at school. Not so much, but they would joke that I wasn't a very good teacher. Um, so yeah, that, um, and just trying to navigate all the time that we were spending together, um, of making all the kids get along myself, get along with everyone. Um, my husband was still working his normal 60 plus hours a week. And so then he would come home and the kids were going crazy. And so that made him go a little bit more crazy than normal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. Like they're children, like it, it it's okay. Like they can be wild and crazy in the house for a while because we're all just trying to get through this. Was there any, I mean, you touched a little bit about having a good routine, but was there anything in particular you did to be, I guess, less stressed or more calmed or having a new normal? Was there something that you remember thinking or doing? Um, I remember one night because we had like, I kind of tried to make a routine of like, okay, let's still go to bed at a decent time and wake up and do school and like do it this way. And that just didn't really work for our family. I remember one night um, I posted a Facebook status or something about, or maybe it was on Instagram. I don't remember that it was 11 o'clock and my four-year-old and seven-year-old were still awake, giggling like crazy with each other. Um, that same morning, the, that morning earlier, my seven-year-old didn't wake up till 10 o'clock in the morning that day. And so I was like, you know what, like for our family with my husband's schedule, cause like I said, he was still working normal hours. He doesn't mm-hmm. get home a lot of nights till 830 at the earliest. And so for my kids, they still wanted to see him. And cause typically on school nights, they don't see him. And so I just decided, you know what, we're just going to kind of make it more of a summer schedule for right now for what it is. And if they go to bed at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, then that's okay. And my kids sleep in, so that works for us. Mm -hmm. Um, So we just definitely, I tried definitely to be more laid back about it. And if we, and a lot of times we didn't start school, like quote, quote school, um, if you want to call it that, Mm -hmm. we didn't start until 10 or later every morning. Um, and that's what worked for us. So mm-hmm. I just kind of tried to go with what worked for our family and not tried to make such a strict schedule that it made everyone cranky with each mm-hmm. other. So how did you figure out like what works for your family? Um, the opposite, I would probably say the opposition that I would get from my kids of mm-hmm. trying to go to bed early and trying to have such a strict schedule and, that it just made everyone irritable with each other. And so I just decided to go with the flow, Mm -hmm. I guess more and the flow of what my kids were needing and wanting during this time. And I kept seeing that, you know, I wanted my kids to remember this time is a funner time and not Mm -hmm. a stressful time. Have you always been like that where you're a go with a flow kind of person where it's like, you take on new challenges or new stressors and you figure out like, well, we'll just 
figure out a flow? I would probably say so. I enjoy change. Um, so I think maybe that goes with it too. Like I'm okay with change. And so I kind of, and our family has always kind of been because my husband's job, um, we've always kind of stayed up later. We've kind of just, he, we never know what time he's getting off at night. And so we've kind of always, because if we've always had to go with the flow. And if Mm -hmm. I don't, if I have a very strict schedule and like, okay, we're eating at this time and this is happening at this time. It just, it doesn't work with our family Mm -hmm. because of his schedule. Can you remember a time in your life that was particularly super stressful to you? Um, yeah, early in our marriage, um, there was, um, a situation where my husband had, um, not told me the truth about finances, um, in our life. And so, um, I found out and that was, yeah, I would say that was the most stressful thing. And in that time we had had our first son and he had like huge eating issues as a baby. Like he wouldn't eat, he wouldn't gain weight. The doctors were constantly telling me he wasn't thriving. So I literally thought as a first time mom, I was only 22 that I was killing my son because Mm -hmm. every time I took him to the doctor, they would tell me he wasn't thriving. He wasn't gaining weight. Um, and then on top of that, then that's when, um, I found out about our financial situation. Um, and so I just kind of took it head on the financial mm-hmm. situation and fixed it. Like, and that's, mm-hmm. I guess that's just kind of how I do it. And like the same thing with my son, I tried thing after thing. We went to doctor after doctor, um, until we finally got an answer mm-hmm. to the problem. So like you were able to handle the situation by when you say take it head on, what do you mean? Um, I didn't, I did mope in it. But I, at the same time, I didn't. I was like, you know what? This is what it is. This is what's happening in my life right now. And I'm going to fix it. And I'm going to fix it. Honestly, like I fixed it through the word, through being in the word. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not like it was all easy by doing mm-hmm. that at all. Like there were so many times when it was really hard. Um, but I just constantly went back um, to the Bible and same thing with my son. And it doesn't mean that like, I always did it right. I didn't. There were so many times I would call my husband when it, when it dealt with my son, I would call my husband at work and I'd just be bawling. And I was like, I'm not fit to be a stay at home mom. Like I need Mm -hmm. to go to work. This is so hard. Mm -hmm. Like I just want to get a job. I just want to send him to someone else and not take care of him because this is so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember many days doing that, just calling him, bawling my eyes out to him. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but I just, it was my life and I couldn't like wallow in Mm -hmm. the stress either because that didn't do anything. Like I did that at times and it just, it didn't go anywhere. And Mm -hmm. so I just always tried to find a resolution, as you would say. Did you ever have a fear of like, what if I can't fix this? What if I can't make this better? Or what if there's nothing I can do? Yes, but in the back of my mind, I always felt like there was something that mm-hmm. could fix it, and there was something that could change it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there, we were all like, even as a baby, we were worried about even sending him 
to kindergarten because he didn't eat. Like he mm-hmm. just, he wouldn't eat. He was two and he wouldn't eat. He wouldn't chew his food. And like, so I remember thinking that like, what is he going to, what happens when he goes to kindergarten? And I was like, well, mm-hmm. you know what? Like I can't control it. Like right. I have no control over the situation. God has complete control. So whatever happens, um, I just have to trust whatever God brings with it. Did you ever think, okay, I trust God that he can, he'll fix this, but what if it's not the way I want him to, or not the way I would? Um, I'm trying to think how to answer that. Cause at that time, I, I, I was strong in my faith, but I don't mm-hmm. think I was strong enough in my faith yet at that point. Um, to not fathom that, but like Mm -hmm. that I thought of that. Like I was very like, and I guess that's what like now talking about, I'm like, Mm -hmm. gosh, I really am this way. Like I was just very strong willed that like, Mm -hmm. no, this, we're going to find a solution to this. We're going to, we're going to get through this. And so I guess I never thought, and it still is a struggle. So I guess, I guess the answer to that could be like, yeah, God didn't fully answer it the way I wanted him to, because we still deal with issues with it. He's still mm-hmm. very small. Um, but just trusting God through every step of it. Um, so, Was there anything- so now as I am stronger in my faith and like, I have seen things where God hasn't answered my prayers the way I want him to is just trusting every single step of the way. I just lost my train of thought. That was good. I was going to ask a question and then I can't remember what I was going to ask. Um, cause I, I, I was asking because a lot of times in my life, I think of times where I know God is great. Like my head knows he's great. My head knows he can do all things. My head knows that he's mighty and he's strong, but my heart says, but what if he doesn't or what if he won't? Like, or what if his good is not good that I see? And I know like, you know, I know the Bible says that God works all things together for good for those who love him. So I know that it will be good, quote unquote good, but what if I don't see it that way? Or what if it doesn't feel like that? Because those are questions like I've wrestled in my own life. What can I do? how do I have a different perspective or a different view? And I guess that's been challenging for me because I haven't always been, um, I guess, strong-willed, should I say? Or like, I know I believe that God's good and I, and I trust his goodness, but sometimes in the moment, it's very hard to see. And... Yeah. I guess one of the questions that I have is you said that you found a solution um, eventually. Uh Can I ask what the solution was and how you found it? Yep. Um, So we had taken him to multiple GI doctors um, and he saw speech therapists, occupational therapists, and they had him on Prevacid every day. And I was just like, I just, uh, I just don't like the idea of him being on a medicine every day. And I felt like it was just masking the problem. And I was like, there's an underlying thing. And all along, I had thought of trying chiropractors 
but I thought it was super wonky. And I was like, this is weird. But like, why I ought, and I guess it was the Holy Spirit. Like now thinking back on it, it was the Holy Spirit. Like I always had this like burning in my heart, like Cammie, try a chiropractor, try a chiropractor. And I was like, that's so weird. And finally I was just at wit's end. Like, and I was like, okay, we will try a chiropractor. And so he, we took him to a chiropractor and like, we took him to this one, like in our house, it was super like kind of sketchy, but, um, and she, cause like at that point we also were, um, our financial issues were that we had, um, a lot of debt that I didn't know about. And so we were trying to get out of debt. And so, um, we had insurance, but like, we were just trying to find the, I hate to say the cheapest way possible, but we were. And so this gal just kind of took, um, cash. And so, um, we went to her anyways. And so she adjusted him. And that same night, um, he sat down at dinner and he just starts eating his food, like crate, like just mowing it in his mouth and chewing and eating. And we're like, what in the world is going on? He goes, mom, it doesn't hurt my stomach anymore. And we're like, Ugh. so that was the start of it. And then we found, we found a better, not a better chiropractor, but a more reputable um, chiropractor that like started him on a plan. Um, and he was going, and that was another fear. He was, we had to take him, um, three times a week for six weeks, I think, um, at $25 a pop when we were trying to get out of debt and my husband wasn't making a lot of money. Um, and that's part of our story. And that's part of our testimony is that like, I honestly, I have no clue where that money came from. I don't, but we like part of our testimony is that like, right when we found out about our debt, um, we started tithing faithfully. Um, and the money for my son to go to the chiropractor was just always there. And plus we were still able to pay on debt, um, every month. And so we took him to a more reputable chiropractor and she eventually, she kept him on the Prevacid because she said, we need to know if it really is the chiropractic care that's working. And then we slowly weaned him off of Prevacid. So. Do you like hold on to that? I guess like, so this happened years ago. I mean, your son's how old now? He's 11. So He's this 11. happened. Yeah. Yep. So it happened almost. Yeah. It happened almost 10 years ago. Ten, okay. So is that the, is that a story that makes you hold on to like God's goodness? So even like, even if a time happens, you know, like I should say, I'm referring to that time back 10 years ago, but in between 10 years ago and now there were times that you maybe didn't have the answer to something or you weren't sure of something, but you were reminded like God can be trusted and like he's good and he's faithful. And I can remember this time where like you needed to take, you know, your son into the chiropractor and the money just came in. Like God was providing in a way that you didn't know where it was coming from. So in the oncoming times where, you know, they were, you were faced with circumstances in your life where you didn't have an answer, like you could refer back to that time and say, God's good. He can be trusted. Like I remember this time. Definitely. That's what we go back to that. Um, me and my husband talk about it all the time, all the time when things come up. Um, we talk about that. Another thing like with it is, um, towards the end of like trying to get out of debt, we were not, 
not on the last leg because we still had quite a bit to pay off, but like we had been faithfully tithing for um, 18 months, um, trying to get out of debt um, and do all this. And we, we just came to a point in his, um, cause he's in sales. Um, and we came to a point in where he was working that, um, we were living paycheck to paycheck. Um, and this only happened for like maybe two months, um, where we were living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck and not really able to like, um, pay on more debt and things. Um, and so, um, we got to a point where we just sat down and prayed one night and we're like, okay, God, like, what do we do? Do I go, you know, do I start going back to work? Uh, not going, start going back to work, but, um, what do I do with this? And the next day, um, we, he got a call from a friend who had tried to get him to come work, um, for him in the past. And it just wasn't ever the right time. Um, and so this friend called him and asked him, um, if he would be willing to come work for him again. I mean, and Corey hadn't reached out to him. My husband hadn't reached out to him at all. Um, his friend just happened to call him the next day after we had prayed and said, God, we're at a, you know, we're at a fork in the road. Like, what do we do? Because something needs to change. And so, um, he went to work with his friends. Um, and then within his first paycheck, um, we were able to pay off the complete remainder of all of our debt. So, wow. That's cool. So were there any people that you remember in your life, like along the way, encouraging you and like encouraging you in your walk with God, encouraging you like in your growth, encouraging you in whatever, do you remember people in your life that just definitely came alongside you? Yep. Um, I would say my parents for one thing, like um, they knew our situation, they knew what had happened. And so I remember, um, one time our, I think it was our air conditioner was going out or something. And we just, we didn't have the extra, we, we could have had the extra money to pay for it kind of, but like then that would have meant we weren't paying on our debt for that, you know, for that, mm -hmm. um, little bit of time. Um, and there was like flooding going on in the air, in our area where we lived. It was really strange anyways and so my parents actually like thought they were gonna have to come live with us for a while because they were gonna have to be evacuated from their house because of the flooding whatever anyways um and they gave us the money um to pay for the air conditioner and they didn't ask us to pay them back um so that was just and my parents have always been very giving to people mm -hmm. like that like even I remember family members um my parents have always tied faithfully too um, and then I remember anytime family members were struggling or at, like, um, I remember one time someone going through a divorce and my parents giving, um, the wife money and things cause she was going to be on her own, things like mm -hmm. that. Um, that just spoke a lot to me, mm -hmm. um, of that. And then also I, um, met with our pastor's wife for a while, um, just kind of for some counseling of how to mm -hmm. deal with some things with the trust issues and things like that. Can I ask, um, Cammie, you talk a lot about um, getting out of debt, and clearly that's something that's incredibly important for you is to get out and stay out of debt. For people who are listening who may think, you know, debt is just a way of life. It's just how we live in this world. You can't live without debt. Can you kind of shed some light on why it's important to you and your family that you be out of debt? 
um, being out of debt is very freeing. Um, and tithing and giving, it says in the Bible that it's better to give than to receive, which seems so opposite, but it's true. It really is. Um, it just, it sheds light on a different, um, just everything in your life. It sheds a different light on what is most important in your life. And at least for us, it, you know, it showed us what really is important in life and where to spend our time, our energy, our money, um, everything like that. How does stress play into that? Um, Do you feel more stress when you have more debt? How does being out of debt help with the stress? Oh, having, having the debt felt like a cloud over a black cloud over my head at all times until it was finally gone. I felt like I walked around with this cloud over my head, like every single day, all the time. And I just, I wanted it to go away so bad. So now that the debt is a better situation for you, um, it's, it's gone is what you said. Um, Mm -hmm. what does that feel like from a stress perspective? Um, I mean, there's still definitely stresses with money, especially because my husband um, is in sales. And so his income varies significantly month to month. Um, so there are definitely stresses. But we, seeing how when we started faithfully tithing um, to when God, like, it was only 18 months and we were completely out of debt. Um, and like I said, we were seeing so many doctors and chiropractors and that we still had money for all of that. Plus and his income, just it, the numbers just don't add up um, to how that would work. And so just seeing God's faithfulness in that um, through tithing has been a huge part of our life. So are there anything that you do for maybe family or friends that um, you can help them navigate through their, their own stress. Is there something that you've taken from your experience and are like, Hey, I want to share this with like my family and friends because I feel like this could encourage them. Um, Yeah. I've had a friend um, sit down with me and like, we talked about like, it's mine, I guess would be more the financial side of it. um, Of I, have a lot of friends that will talk to me about financial stuff. Um, and I had a friend ask me just some, not straight. I have had friends ask me straight out financial stuff. Um, but a friend that was talking about, you know, they had tithe and then they kind of stopped for a while. And so I just encouraged her to get back into tithing, um, and to hear her testimony, um, of how that just, it alleviated a stress in a different way, if that makes sense. Like she was, she would just say that like they were constantly trying to like catch up when Mm -hmm. they weren't tithing. And then when they were tithing, it was just, it was like a weight is lifted off of you almost. So what would you say to people that say, well, that seems counterintuitive. Like if I'm going to give more to God or the local church, how am I going to have more? It doesn't, add up to me. So what would you say to people that would say that? It doesn't make sense. And, but I always go back to the verse of, um, that it talks about like God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Um, 
and you just have to trust that it's, I mean, I'm actually going through like the Bible right now, um, learning about tithing and every time, um, that tithing is mentioned in the old Testament, joy is mentioned right next with it. And so tithing brings joy. With this pandemic that we've had, um, a lot of people are going to be gaining a lot of debt right now. People who've got someone out of work, that sort of thing. And so helping them to understand that it is possible to get out of debt. Um, and what, what was this like? I guess I'd like to paint a picture maybe. What was this like for you guys to go through the pandemic without the debt? Would, did that change how the stress, how the financial stress was during what we've been through the last couple of months? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it just, um, you're just more at ease and like you're comfortable and we have, um, we have a, you know, we have savings and, um, I mean, but I mean, I guess with that too, during this time, we also had a prayer that, um, was kind of answered not the way we wanted to like for, um, we had been saving up for a pool, um, you know, cause we are out of debt. And so we, um, try to pay cash for everything. Um, and so we had been saving up for a pool and a deck and we had enough money to do all of it. And during all this, and so, um, we had been kind of going through the steps, um, of doing it. And one day I was just praying. I was just on, I was on my knees, literally in my closet praying. And I'm like, okay, God, like things just weren't kind of coming together for it. And I was like, okay, God, like if this isn't supposed to happen, please just close all doors and show us that this isn't supposed to happen, that we're not supposed to get this pool for whatever reason we have the money, but for whatever reason, it's not supposed to happen. And that, um, same afternoon, my husband texts me and he said, because like I said, he's in sales. He said, my pay plan is changing no pool. And I was like, okay, God, thank you. Like, thank you that we didn't go through with it. Do I still know why? No. Or, you know, is there still a little bit of, I guess you could say sadness over it and like questioning of it? Yeah. Like, because it's like, why God? Like we've fit, like we've given more than we ever, like we actually just in the last year upped our tithing even more. And it's like, why, why can't we do this for our family? Um, but again, I just, I trust that God knows the future and I don't like, I have no clue what the future holds, but God does. And I, it, I still, I go back to those times of when, um, like that, when my son, like, um, he finally got, you know, an answer to prayer, um, with the chiropractor. And then also with my husband's job, um, that it did, you know, that his job changed where we could get out of our debt, um, that God knows the future and I don't. So, um, I just wanted to start wrapping this up. One thing I wanted to ask as we are ending is, do you have any fears as you're going back and reentering the world? A lot of the States are opening up now. Do you have any fears that you, um, I don't want to say you're taking with you. That's not the right language to use, but any fears as you enter into the world or anything enter back into the world as things open up or anything that you're taking along with you? No, I mean, I'm not being like, I'm not just like going to store to store and taking my kids to store to store and like, um, still trying to be wise, but yet 
I guess it all, I just, it all goes back to just trusting God. If one of us would get it, um, trusting God with the outcome because his ways are higher mm-hmm. than ours. And he knows what we need for that season and that time. Um, and so just trusting that. That's good. Well, thank you. This has been a conversation with um, Cami and Annie and myself on the topic of stress and family stress. Um, at Journey, we're interested in the conversations that matter to you and to your relationships. Um, we, you want to grow, we want to help, um, not only with podcasts, but we encourage you to get into one-on-one relationships. A good place to start is with the seven-session Journey Coaching Booklet. Ask us how at journeycoaching.org. We also have the the Journey Coaching Workbook and Leader's Guide available as an interactive PDF. Um, You can find information for that on our website at journeycoaching.org. Well, thank you. Thank you, ladies, for being here today. And thank you for sharing openly. And thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now.